0: Metacrisis is more disastrous than you think. No point in human history have so many issues reared their ugly heads. Forgetting the troublesome term first world problems, the issues to be discussed only compound the metacrisis. Imagine a chessboard, each move setting humanity on a course for destruction, or fast track to type 1 status, referencing the Kardashev scale. Unfortunately, it seems any move we make, collectively or individually, brings us closer to a catastrophe and farther from our goal of a galactic civilization. How do we proceed then, if we can't make a move, and leaving the pieces static on the chessboard brings the game to an end anyway? The Metacrisis, introduced to me by the complex Daniel Schmachtenberger, fills me with dread, anxiety, and a bit of laughter. Seriously, I chuckle at the state we've all brought ourselves to, talking about how we're all intelligent creatures, yet we're destroying the planet at an alarming rate with no backup plan. That's like lighting a fire in a building without realizing that we're still in it. Regardless, it doesn't seem like people are aware of all these issues surrounding the meta-crisis. Schmachtenberger is trying to change that, but here's a pessimistic take. People will not care, not because they don't want to, but because they cannot. So we're saying that people will not be able to care, well, yes. Look at all the information we have. Surely if these information circuits we have to get news around the globe were designed in a civilization-enhancing way. We would be able to communicate the scope of antibiotic resistance, fertilizer shortage, nanotechnology, ocean acidification, and more. And yet, we cannot. There's simply too much going on, too many geopolitical, socioeconomic, and socio-technological issues which seem overwhelming to begin with. Factoring in the digital void of distraction, entertainment, and arguments, It's quite clear that people simply won't be able to, or won't want to, absorb the entirety of the meta-crisis and then do something about it. I imagine a single mother of two living in the city, working two jobs, trying to make ends meet. How are we supposed to explain to her about the dead zones in the ocean, for instance, or the fact that USAID is planning to put the genomes of pandemic-level viruses on the internet for any potential bad actor to acquire and unleash on the world? How do we explain to the millions of poverty-stricken citizens in places like India and China that their hourly wage of mere cents will be taken away through automation, and worse, their food supplies will start dwindling because of supply chain issues? The meta-crisis seems like a non-starter that just by being inside of this maelstrom, we've lost. Schmachtenberger considers a possible Game B, which feels unrealistic, but maybe this feeling resembles my pessimism more than anything else. This episode was meant to address something that has been on my mind for quite some time. There are many issues at play in the world, though knowing about all of them is mentally taxing to the point of not doing anything about them. The information overload on our mental circuits may be a direct symptom of the meta-crisis itself. What I know for sure is that there must be a low-bandwidth way of onboarding millions of people into solving the meta-crisis, leaving it up to scientists, engineers, and other highly specialized but scarce professionals is an absolute waste of human power. Giving students a chance to deal with these problems as they rise up the educational ranks feels promising. Telling the average civilian, outside of multi-hour podcasts, about the metacrisis is also, or rather should be, the goal. Of course, there are many drawbacks to these propositions. I guess I'm just trying to figure out how to move the chessboard without touching the pieces. Thanks for listening to the Gen Z Diplomat Podcast. To support it, please subscribe to the channel and add us to your favorite podcatcher. Also, check out our other social links, namely TikTok and Instagram. I firmly believe that the more we talk about what future we want, the more likely we are to build a future that we need. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope to see you next time.